Things even literally got physical on the tour, guys. Like There was just a ball of twin. There was a DiMartino ball. Hey guys, I'm Nikki and I'm Gabby and we're the Opposite Twins and today we are finally going to talk about the untold stories and secrets from the iconic Girls Night in Tour 2016. Oh my goodness, guys. So if you don't know what we're talking about, we are going to tell you guys what it was, but I feel like a lot of you guys here know 100% what we're talking about because people to this day still want a reunion. They still want to know what happened, but we're going to brief you guys, okay? Because if you if you aren't familiar, you're like, what the hell is Girls Night In? I remember people saying like, Girls Night In sounds like it's like a variety, like adult show, like Girls Night In. I'm like, no, 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 no. That was quite the opposite. It was like a rated G show. Oh my God. I remember when people were like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, like Girls Night In. And Partially because a lot of the venues were like strip clubs, but we'll get into that. <laughs> so if you guys watched YouTube in 2016, you guys know that this was a thing. Um, this company would take YouTubers on tour. They did Girls Night In 2015, Girls Night In 2016. They tried a year after and then it was kind of done. But we were like the peak of Girls Night In and like they would put YouTubers all together on tour. It was pretty smart. This company was like, Okay, even if these YouTubers don't really have a talent, we're, people will want to pay money to see them live. So we're going to tour them. We're going to put them on a tour bus. We're going to get really good young sponsors like JCPenney and all that stuff. And we're also going to make it a gr like a girls slumber party talent yeah. show. Slumber party talent show. <laughs> It's like they paid a lot of money to meet us and then we would put on this like variety show and each YouTuber would have their own different segment. Looking back, it felt like a school talent show, truly. I remember clearly during rehearsals, there was a moment where someone was just like, I don't know what to do for my segment. Yeah, so everyone had to come up with like an act and me and Gabby did obviously singing. We love to sing. And um, we didn't have our own original music at the time. So we were performing this like medley of covers and then... <laughs> I would, we would both do like this lip sync battle and we would bring fans up on stage and we would compete Nikki fans versus Gabby fans, Nikki versus Gabby. My people I'd bring up on stage, we'd, we'd have blue wigs backstage to put on them because I had blue hair at the time. And mine would have pink boas. <laughs> it was so cute That's though. Cute. Wait, didn't you have like blow up guitars or something? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at the time, like me and Gabby liked to sing and put on performances yeah. so that it was easy coming up with our segment but at the time we went on tour with alicia marie jesse page and allison stoner allison stoner by the way is a phenomenal performer she effortlessly filled like her slot that she carried the tour she was she, incredible she ran so we could walk literally <laughs> and she started the show she opened it up i think that was a great placement they put her at the beginning so that way maybe parents were like oh there is going to be talent in this show she <laughs> was such a passionate dancer. I remember she would like work out all the time and like, you know, rehearse her dances all the time. She was always trying to get to bed at a decent time. Like she was like made for tour and dancing. And then there were all of us YouTubers that are like, that are like huh? fucking like, off and like, being, let's make some fake poop for the toilet in the pulling tour bus. pranks and <laughs> vlogging. She probably fucking hated us low key. She's so sweet, but she like, she was probably, she was so professional and she was probably like, what am I doing? If you looked at the group, you'd be like, who put them together? Yeah. And they're like, oh, she's coming from this background and then they're coming from digital and they can all help each other out and um, give each other different things. But 
I remember clear as day, like Gabby said, people were like, what? Like, I remember Jesse and Alicia were like, what do we do for our set? And I remember Jesse was like, I'm going to do like a PowerPoint and about memes. Oh my God. I love you, Jesse. <laughs> I love Jesse. Oh my goodness. She did like internet humor as her like segment, which was really cute. And then she played guitar. That it was her coming out of her shell and she played electric guitar. And I remember being like, wow, that was honestly a really good segment. And I loved her segment. Now, the, the segment that we all had issues with at night to this day, we and Alicia like talk about it all the time. She had us all doing a skit, reading a script. All pretending of us, we were making a collab video. We right? were pretend, No, we were pretending we were making, I think maybe a collab video, but it was all of us trying to read a script. And like, we all were wearing footy pajamas and that's the part that's the part of the show where parents are probably like what is i remember i saw like some people start talking during it the parents in the back would start talking and having so much of a good time by themselves in the back at the bar you would almost not even be able to hear what we were saying on stage because i feel like parents were just like what is this recently i was showing someone photos from girls night in and there's photos of us in footy pajamas holding scripts and my friend was like you guys like didn't have your lines memorized by the time of the show. And I was like, no, no, no. Like it's like part of the segment is like we're reading scripts and they were like, okay. So I just remember like there was so much that went wrong with that, with that tour that we never got to talk about. We felt like, you know, at the time we were 21 year olds, 22 year olds cosplaying high schoolers. That's one awkward thing. Second thing, we had to be our YouTube videos in person. So we had to be rated G, rated PG. Meanwhile, we're like all drinking and like being wild and crazy on the road. But we like all of a sudden went on stage and we're like, back to school, lip sync battle. We're going to wear frog footy pajamas and we're going to read a script and be kid friendly and do an ad on stage for JCPenney. Like it was like the Disney complex, but like YouTube version where we were like so clean cut and brand friendly on stage. And then there were these crazy things that we've never talked about that we're finally going to be able to talk about. We would v daily vlog on the road. I was like really we were eating it up and like giving the audience what they wanted, but we per were perfectly censoring ourselves. We knew what we could and couldn't put out. Now there was a lot of drama on the road. We never clickbaited. We never aired the drama. We were always told not to, but now I feel like if we went on the road, it would be like, Oh my God, the drama would make people buy the tickets and want yeah. to see the drama on the stage. Like, I just feel like there were so, why were we, to mm. Mm. that was a good, ticket sales moment like, me and gabby were performing one time together on stage there was a few shows where we weren't even physically talking to each other on the bus like we were so mad at each other but we would have to go on stage and be like another day another lonely night <laughs> oh my god we, and we would be like aggressively singing and so when you found out we had the opportunity to go on tour this is where all the drama starts gabby were you excited to go on tour Yes and no and why? No, because I have really, really bad anxiety and I feel like it was too quick of a turnaround. I couldn't mentally prepare for it. And at the same time, my home life was changing, kind of like how it is now, but seven years ago. And I just felt like it was like a big thing in the middle of a lot of change going on. And I, I felt like my anxiety couldn't keep up. I thought you didn't want to go on the tour because you had just started this brand new relationship and you were in the honeymoon stage and you were, you had just found this friend group that you were partying with and you didn't want to leave any of that behind. Like you rather be with your boyfriend and party. 
I mean, that is true because I was young and like, I didn't see like, oh my God, touring. Like I would not take that for granted right now at all. Like I would do anything for that. But at the time it was definitely that, but also I have to give it to anxiety. And I felt like, oh, it was such a business thing. And there were so many logistics and agents and representatives and nobody was, honestly, I felt unseen and I didn't feel heard with my anxiety. And it made me, it was like days into rehearsals and my anxiety was only getting worse and worse and worse because it was coming up like so soon. And honestly, I do feel like there wasn't resources other than our wonderful, amazing, beautiful tour mom, Crystal, who's going to end up talking to us on this podcast today. She's going to be a guest virtually. She can Um, speak for herself what she witnessed as our tour mom. But I felt like Crystal was the only one who was able to see and hear like my cries for help with anxiety. I was very aware of what I wanted and where it was headed, but I knew that this was a part of the process. So I took it so seriously. I, at the time I thought that we were actually going to do music together and be a duo. We were already working on original music together, but we hadn't put it out at the time. So I saw it as a very business opportunity. Like Gabby, this is our first time to show ourselves, not just as Nikki and Gabby, the YouTubers, but Nikki and Gabby, the artists, the performers. And I had this very almost like cutthroat energy going into this tour. As you can already see, the setup isn't really good. I'm going in as a duo, very cutthroat and controlling and very serious about this tour. She's going into it, not really taking it seriously and and um, rather party, but also that was her escape because she was anxious. So like mm-hmm. we're going into this very opposite, very different mindsets, which we didn't know at the time that was a setup for a disaster on the road. Because no matter how Gabby felt, she felt that she would let me down if she didn't go on the tour. So she went when she probably wasn't ready. Yeah, I definitely, I'll tell you right now, mentally, I was not ready. And it was very obvious. I would hit certain points during like our break days. I would just go on the bus and cry in my bunk. Do you remember that? You guys would have fun and like see the city and I would just go in my bunk. I would choose to just stay in the bus and cry. And I didn't understand at the time because I'm like, you're in Portland, Oregon. When are we ever going to be here? You're in freaking Kansas City, Missouri. Like, let's seize the day. And I could not. I was probably not empathetic enough at the time because I was living my dream and I felt like she was miserable and it was kind of like bringing me down. And I was kind of being probably selfish. The only time I and this is interesting. The only time I wasn't anxious was when I was on stage. Or like leading up to the show. It was the af not doing the show. It was the on the bus. It was the sleeping. It was the getting ready. That, oh my goodness, like the anxiety was just out of this world. And I remember specifically, I lost so much weight on that tour. Like I remember I came home and my boyfriend at the time was like, oh my God, are you eating? Eat something. I was like, you don't understand when I'm anxious, I cannot, like I can't down anything. So I have the opposite problem. I came home, me and Alicia gained 10 pounds on the road. Yeah, with the boom chicka pop and all the oh my God. Uh, tweeting. I love Reese's peanut butter cups because you know that the fans would bring the Reese's peanut butter cups the next day. Do you remember when I when I posted a, a really weird starter pack to see if anyone would put would bring the random objects that I was posting? Yeah, like fans would bring to meet and greets <laughs> these gifts. They truly felt so connected to us. They would cry. They'd prepare a gift for us. They'd bring Alicia all this boom chick pop popcorn. They'd bring me all these Reese's cups. Every night after a show, um, and our tour mom made me aware of this, I started noticing I was putting on weight and I cried to her a little bit towards the end of the tour. And I said... 
why am I gaining all this weight? And she was like, well, on a tour, when you come home or when you come back to the bus, you feel rewarded. You feel like you just put on a show and you have all these positive chemicals in your brain. So you feel like you deserve this pizza. You deserve this Reese's cup. People like almost binge and indulge after a show. So I came home a little thickums. So I feel like before we get into all the drama that we never told about what happened on the road, before we get into it, I feel like we almost need someone who firsthand witnessed it and was there and can truly vouch like outside of our own experiences. And that would be our tour mom, Crystal, who we're still forever tied to because know, this was an experience. experience. Like she was the only one I feel like that could see both sides of Nikki and I. Like there were some people who are on the tour with us that were like, team Nikki and then honestly was there anyone that was team Gabby other than Crystal I don't know but um uh, I definitely at that point in my life was very hard to work with because of my anxiety and my like homesick issues and Nikki had a hard time understanding that because she was so happy to be on tour and I was doing this for us so Crystal was pretty much the only one who was like telling me it's okay to you know what's crazy though Crystal was only I think 25 at the time as our tour mom and we were like she was 26 we were like 22 now I'm like oh my god even she was young like we were all like kids on this tour bus and like at the time I thought she was like really like older and I'm like wait that wasn't old like that wasn't old at all I couldn't even imagine this tour without a tour mom like whoever's idea was that was amazing because you're dealing with a bunch of young girls impressionable ages like I remember we were turning up at some at some cities like we needed a mom figure Being an influencer, my days can get kind of busy. From vlogging to brand deals to all the things in between, it's really, really hard to stay on top of life sometimes, which is why I'm so thankful for DoorDash. You can continue being a boss and also get some things done. Plus, it doesn't only help you, but it also helps your community. When you place an order for pickup or delivery, you are setting a chain reaction to give back to the people that help make your neighborhood unique. So get those late night munchies that you're craving or your weekly grocery delivery with DoorDash. So for a limited time, our listeners can get up to 50% off up to a $20 value and $0 for delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app with the code opposite twins. That's 50% off up to $20 value with $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app with code opposite twins. So don't forget that's opposite twins for 50% off a $20 value and $0 in delivery fees with DoorDash. Crystal is virtually in on this conversation and we want her to be a part of this conversation so you guys can really get the dirt, the tea, the details, what it was even like to be on road on the road with me and Gabby on the girls night in tour and we're ready to tell it all. So, hey, Crystal. Hi. Hey. You know what's weird? We haven't like talked in forever, but the second I see your face, I'm like, we're still forever tied. Nothing's I different. Know. We all follow each other on Instagram and still comment like the tour was yesterday. I still get phone calls from both of you every so often for help and little life events here and there, oh, usually with Gabby, it's literally. something travel related. With Nikki, it's usually just life stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> Seriously. So, I feel like, yeah, like we always look to crystal as like a like a mentor i feel like that's yeah a mentor babysitter figure from when we were like running around we were adults that needed a babysitter back in the day we really did because we didn't get along so at all let's touch on like what was it like being on the road with me and gabby with where we were in our relationship well you guys 
love each other so much, but also that passion translated really hard into the like aggressive side and you really took the day out on each other. Um, Gabby was really homesick and having a lot of issues with, uh, I think family stuff with her and her relationship at the time was affecting her relationship with her parents. So she was having a lot more anxiety and stress than just regular road stuff. And Nikki was just ready to party. Let's go. Let's experience life with all of our friends. And yeah, you guys clash pretty hard, really hard. You guys definitely had, it was like two sides of the same coin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but like an equal measure it like she wasn't doing anything but trying to provoke Gabby into having fun. And Gabby was just like, fuck you guys. I don't want to have fun. <laughs> Oh my God. We, it was probably so hard for all the adult figures on the road. Like, okay, these girls are pulling tickets. They're pulling numbers. Like, they're set. People look forward to it. But they fucking hate each other right now. And they don't get along. What the hell do we do? I mean, I have kids. So I had some insight into uh, sibling conflict and relationships. But you guys were like a special... I learned so much from you, and now that my kids are teenagers, <laughs> it has come full circle, and I'm learning, like, I'm pulling from things that I had to do on that tour, specifically with the two of you, um, in how I, like, deal with my boys when they clash now, too. <laughs> oh, we're, we're like two little boys We fighting. are. When we fight, we become little boys. We're like, I mean, things even literally got physical on the tour, guys. There were, like, fans, and not just, like, fans, there was, like, kids like probably 10 years ish and Nikki was going for Gab Gabby was on the bus at the top of the stairs of the bus and Nikki was just on a rampage and as soon as her eyes like landed on Gabby that was it there was just a ball of twin there was a Martino ball and I think your parents were there weren't they there my, oh, yeah, yeah that was the one, the the one, of course the one show they go to it reminded me of like a zach and cody episode like where they're like girls, girls. and we were just trying to <laughs> shield the fans from seeing this in case someone like bled and you guys are gonna go out on stage in like three hours and pretend like you're best friends we have to shield this from the fans and you guys did not care that was it this was the orlando show <laughs> when yeah. i'm really sad like the anger is my deepest level of sadness and now as an adult I've, I'm aware of that but at the time I was so not aware of myself and my emotions I, they were, I was so dysregulated and I this was mid-tour we've gotten in a rhythm of it I got so comfortable on stage I almost started I stopped with having the nerves I just got excited whenever we were getting ready for a show and I was also kind of sad we were in the middle because that meant we only had one more half of the, of the tour to go before it was over. I knew that when the tour was over, I was going to be depressed because I was having the time of my life. And I remember we had just placed our lunch orders. We're all doing our hair and makeup. My parents are there. We're in a sunny, warm state in Florida. I'm excited to show them what we've been doing on the road and, and perform. And I found out from Crystal, we're all getting ready. And poor Crystal had no idea I didn't know. And she was like, yeah, like you, Gabby's going home with your parents after this. You know that, right? And I was like, what? And I, I, she, was, she realized she had accidentally told me something that I didn't know. And I was like, I, I didn't know this. Wait, what? And she was like, oh my God, Nikki, like, um, yeah, your sister, like, don't react. Like, it's not like set, but she, she is thinking of 
going home with your parents and leaving the tour. And the first thing I thought of was, Gabby, of course, of course, it, this was going way too well. Like I was so used to like, I love you. But at the time with the YouTube videos, I felt like I would get so close to my dream. We would make these beautiful videos. They get so many views and, or we'd get these great brand partnerships and you would freaking like do everything you could to like ruin it. And just like I would work so hard to reach these milestones and then like I would be on the brink of my dream and then it would be taken away from me. And I just remember being so mad at myself. Like I should have known this. I'm stupid. I, it's crazy. Cause now that I'm hearing that side of the story, it's crazy. Cause I feel like it's whisper down the alley. Cause I remember my veneer fell off like the, <laughs> the, the stop before that. So I was going to go home with my parents to get it put on and then go back, like fly separately yeah, to another city, a like a, like a recharge. And to just get my tooth put back on. But then, like, yeah. you took it as, like, Gabby's going to leave the entire tour. We were scared that if you left for a moment, you'd be so happy to be home in the comforts of all of your life that you were missing so much. So that's definitely why I think Nikki reacted the way she did. Mm -hmm. So right away, I was like, someone said, I think it was, it wasn't Crystal, it was, like, the other tour manager Rob, he was like, yeah, your sister goes home. You don't have a set. We're going to, you're going to have to like, you're not going to be able to perform. That's when I, oh my I God. Said that that's to you. Told. Yeah. I was more than willing to do a performance by myself. Like I was actually kind of like, know he said that right, to you. I got this. Huh? I didn't know he said that to you. No, Crystal never said that to me. Crystal was trying to simmer because you didn't want to start the fight. And you were like, this isn't locked in stone. Like, um, you were trying to calm it down because you had already seen what was unfolding and you My were like, shit. My whole job was to keep you guys from killing each other at that point. <laughs> Crystal, do you remember that same day that I was deciding to go home to like get the tooth fixed and get that break? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember the person that I was dating and I were like, like he like put me through hell and you I remember clearly you're the one person that said this one line and I've hung on to this throughout this year when I went through this breakup you said one line to me that I've hung on to for seven eight years and that was you're gonna get sick of this one day you will you you're gonna be able to deal with it now but one day you will get sick of this and it'll be on your own time that's what you said do you remember you said that to me I remember you know that what's crazy <laughs> you know oh what's God. crazy is I almost felt like he sabotaged like he Yoko Ono'd the Beatles. Like he was kind of like, he kind of was just like your groupie and you were John Lennon and he was following you around everywhere and like sleeping on the bus and like kind of, we, that was our chance to get close as performers and like really get our relationship back on track. But he went to every city with us, slept on the bus and I felt like he was the reason you wanted to go home. And I was so angry. I definitely took it out on you, but I was so angry at the situation and at him as well. Um, and I just remember when I heard this information, I started, I started running towards the bus because I was in the venue doing my makeup. And I just remember seeing Gabby and I was just going to be like, why? I just remember walking on the bus. I kind of blacked out and I saw Gabby and I was like, how could you? And then I went yeah. for her. I said, how could you? Yep. And what's interesting is like now as adults, I feel like we would sit and talk and you'd be like, so what's this decision you're trying to make and what are you doing? And then I would have had the chance to explain about the tooth and how I, I have to go get a tooth put back on. And I want to take a day or two because New York City's after this and that's close to home. We would have been able to like, you know, talk, but I feel like there was already so much adrenaline. There's, there's already so much drama. Crystal, you remember 
my ex was walking around town storming on foot because of something else. I forget what that was all about. It was just there were like, like a really tense day. Fights that day. Like in general, just the tensions were high. Parents were there. So you guys were like also entertaining, which sounds so fun to see your family in the middle of a tour, but it's like a lot of work to go from your normal routine of getting ready and like psyching yourself up to then having like to entertain people who have no idea what this is. But yeah, that like after that, I don't even remember how it got resolved. Like you guys got literally ripped off of each other and sat down on the bus and it was the three of us and you guys just sat there kind of crying and talking and crying and talking. And then I'm not sure who it was. I think it was Dustin came up or Mike, our merch guy. One of those two guys came up and they sat there very quietly and just like listened to this going on because we didn't want to make it a big deal. But we also wanted you guys to like resolve some stuff before you were clawing each other's eyes out on stage. <laughs> I remember Mike just sat there silently listening. He was- I remember Crystal pulling me off. Because of- <laughs> <laughs> like, you're little. <laughs> You're both little. I'm 5'7". I'm like not tiny. So it was kind of like just picking up dolls and carrying you off. <laughs> oh my god, picking up dolls. <laughs> I can't even like that was that was just such a crazy experience. And I feel like I feel so ungrateful for like wanting to flee every chance I got. I mean, I couldn't help that I lost a tooth. But like, That's I where like you I were in your journey. Yeah. I just felt like as a twin, it would be like me and all the other YouTubers and all the crew members who I was getting so close to. And then we would be in like these cool cities and we'd all be doing cool things, like even going to like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm like, where's Gabby? The whole time I'm like, I'm experiencing all of this without her. And I could have seen this coming. I even remember having talks with Alicia being like, dude, I think she's going to leave the tour. And if she does, and you, know, you know what it was on those days off, like, I didn't want to be performative because I was performing during the days. I was trying, I have to like, you know, be a pleasant human being like 24 seven. So then on our days off, I needed like mentally to just unwind and like be by myself because we were always around people. I needed to recharge and I know it was perceived as antisocial, but I needed some time to lay in my booth and cry without people seeing me. I needed to be on my own and just be on my phone and plan certain things. You know, it's just like, at the same time, I had like a bunch of packages coming in my. I just moved into my new apartment the month before tour, so it was just like a lot of stress going on. I had my ex still calling me all the time. Do you remember that, Crystal? With home stuff, you were just not in your element, and that's okay. We kind of forget that not everyone is like built for constant socializing. It's not like comfortable for everyone, and we had you know our two rallying troops. Uh, Rob and Dustin always had us doing stuff, which is awesome if you get bored on a day off. But for someone like Gabby, who is like an extroverted introvert, she needed that time to recharge. And I don't I don't know if any of us really gave her the respect or the space that she was like basically begging for. I had the biggest transformation. (sighs) That tour was like your coming of age story. You went from like coming out there so scared and so nervous about performing. And then at the end of it, you were just like, I'm moving to LA. I'm like going to be me. I'm going to like do my thing. You were like inspired in a more solo way. Not like you didn't want to do anything with Gabby anymore, but you were just like, I can also do this myself. Like you, you seem definitely more inspired by the time you left. And I also felt like I realized things about myself. Like I was in a relationship at the time, but like I had a very different approach than Gabby. I didn't 
think about him once on that tour. Didn't you break up on that tour? I think we almost did. I was just so not into it anymore. We had a lot of, I feel like, authenticity between all of us in the tour, like on the tour. But yeah, there was a lot of like unspoken, you can't let the world know these things about each other. But like, Nikki, you say nobody knew. You vibe. You think? For sure. When you have like a moment of hyper spontaneity, like you're dancing on all the girls in the room, not the boys. I was very insecure and I I felt like on the road, I found my style. I found who I was. I found what I liked. And then I had to go back home and I felt like I wasn't the same person anymore. And I was like, what do I do? I really feel like I found myself on that tour. Like after that tour, I never, I used to hardly wear makeup before the tour. That's when I got into makeup. That's when I started being like a little wild. (laughs) You definitely grew up. Your style evolved a little bit. I remember those. Because then you shortly after moved to LA and that's when you went like full Nikki. Yes, that's when I went full Nikki. I remember Crystal helped us decorate our first LA apartment. Oh my God, I remember that. so fun. The The last time I saw you in person was when I was on the floor with a norovirus throwing up like 40 times. Do you remember that? Weren't you you like in the bathroom hunched over a toilet? Yeah, I was like naked hunched over a toilet. You were sick sometimes. Like you you had like tummy issues you didn't know about yet. So like I just remember you had bad days and that was very much one of them. Yeah, that that was the like peak of like getting diagnosed with my autoimmune stuff. So like Crystal, you've been on like other tours with like real legitimate artists. Same with the tour bus driver, same with all the crew members. What was your first like reaction to like the show? Were you like, what the hell is this? Like what is going on? Like Oh yeah. Um it's definitely something unlike anything I've ever done. I'm usually like out in the grungy, like gross depths of like warp tour and nasty tours like that, which I love Kevin Lyman and Warp Tour, but it's gross. Like you don't get the catering we got. You don't get the hotel rooms we got. So the show coming into it, I kind of knew it would be for a younger audience. Um, it was, it's a lot more work. <laughs> I, like I don't know how to explain it. It's a lot more work because the demands are a little bit higher because the show, like the actual production is bigger and keeping you guys, cause you're, you know, singing live every night, keeping you guys, in the right kind of mood and mental state to go and give that performance is different than just like, who cares what's happening, get on stage and play your set. It's a different thing. What was your reaction to seeing the audience full of like eight to 12 year olds? It was actually pretty adorable. I enjoyed thoroughly that there was something put together for that age group because that's such like a neglected live performance demographic. You know what I mean? Like, Little kids, you know, either get like Elmo on ice or you have to wait until you're old enough to enjoy the big kid stuff. So it was like a really cool spot to see all these like tiny little kids just jumping in the air and Nicky, oh my God. And like they like every night they'd throw so many presents at you guys and boom, chicka pop at Alicia and the presents were insane. <laughs> Gabby just said she felt, like, felt a, like a wiggle, a wiggle. <laughs> like one of the wiggles. <laughs> yeah. It was literally just, like, these kids, these little girls, like, crying, sobbing, just so happy. You were, like, breathing in their direction. It was so cool. Do you remember some shows there was, like, 12 people? 
I remember it was oh, Missouri. Definitely, no, Colorado. Missouri. No, there was like a Renaissance fair, like long tables. <laughs> it was like a medieval times <laughs> venue. Can we talk about all the different venues? Do you remember uh, Palm Beach, Florida was like at a restaurant on a carpeted little platform <laughs> with a projector? <laughs> Do you remember the Colorado venue um, was we were in like an empty store and we had to walk to the backstage to go on stage? Oh, yeah. An empty store. Oh, yeah. And that was like a a weird show, too. Like, everyone that was packed, I think it was packed. No, just the front row was packed, but then it was like it was very like empty. Pit with like empty seats. They weren't into it. They weren't like getting into it. I remember there were two sides of the stage that were like carriages or something, like yeah. with like gates. That's the Renaissance Fair looking yeah. one. Our manager was so cute at the time for arranging the this. Girls, I got you glam. And I every got you city. glam in every city, and it was this app called Glam Squad, and it would basically find independent contractor like beauty people that would come to do our hair and makeup. Each city was different, you know. Like New York City Glam Squad app people were great. Same with like um, Florida and all that stuff. But there were some questionable ones, like that one where they weaved in this royal blue fake hair that melted if you put a straightener on it. Synthetic. Synth- they weaved in synthetic blue hair that didn't match my blue and I looked crazy. Um, I'm trying to remember. Do you guys remember the one venue that was so lit? It was North Carolina. And oh. It was like a nightclub stage with disco balls and it was packed. It was a big one big party. We did a high school musical thing on, on the at that show. Like it was just a lit show. I think it was uh, Raleigh. Oh my god, that was fun. That was a really fun. It stop. felt like sorority vibes. It was like there's so much shit that didn't make the vlogs. And then something you guys didn't talk about at the time, because probably your audience was a lot younger, is that there were like let's see, five, six, seven, eight, like nine girls on one tour together. And what happens when girls get around each other for an extended period of time? So we had the worst week of the month ever for everyone involved. Everyone had a period we at the same think- time. Oh my god, there's so much we could just keep talking about. We are forever tied. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal, thank you so much for being a guest on here. We could just talk, I feel like, for hours. Let's seriously thank you for coming on. I love reminiscing. I can't believe like everything that had happened, but here we are all these years later, and it's like it still it was like yesterday. Yeah. I know. We're like your non-biological daughters. No, I seriously look at you guys as my little tour daughters. I still think of you and think my little tour daughters. And that's why it's so easy when you do call me all these years later to be like, of course, anything you need. She got, you got to know us so well on that tour. I know. It's so crazy how everything's unfolded, too. It's like and you could have called all this. Yeah, and like still affect us to this day. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. That's how, honestly, that's how we were, like, majority of the early We didn't 20s. know how to, we went from zero to 100. We didn't know how to regulate our moods or how to count to 10. And we, we just, were very reactive. And now we've learned so much. But definitely, like, I'm sorry I did that. Genuinely sorry. However, my past self didn't know how to handle herself. Yeah, well, you live and you learn. I forgive you, Nikki. But yeah, guys, if you're listening on Spotify, definitely check out the visual YouTube video because you get to see Crystal. Yeah, you guys got to meet Crystal. And um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Let us know in the comments if the, if you expected these stories to be like this. And if you want to hear more tea from other things, like comment down below. Is there something you want to know, like the reality behind? Because we're ready to expose it and give you guys what you've always been wondering. 
And yeah, we'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye.